No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm happy to be with someone who I first interviewed all the way back in 2016, 600 Breezy. How you doing, bro? Man, what's up, bro? How you doing? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been a while. Good. Yeah, it's been a while. And you had a very uh, hectic couple of years. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I damn near just did two years in the joint. So looking back at that first interview, where would you say that you were in your life at that point? Um... I think right then and there, it was like I was trying to find out what I was doing. Like, it was coming in so fast, and it's like, damn. Because you had just first started to have songs pop yeah, off. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So it was like, shit, like, I I can't go nowhere. Everybody know me. I got to start doing this different. No, I'm in Chicago. We was on some straight gangbanging shit, so I had to switch it. I had to change up. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's going on? Like, like, I'm like a rap star damn near or some shit. So, yeah, yeah. I had to start moving differently and just start doing different shit, making different music, and start making different moves. That's how I even said met you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you, yeah, you came up making like super aggressive content. Obviously, you were you were coming from a very very street background. Yeah, yeah. I was on. I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say the I least, was, I was violent. Yeah, I was violent than a motherfucker. And I was just straight gangbang, and like that's just what the music was. But so, had you had any like legal problems up until that point, or were the things that got you locked up was that all stuff that came afterwards? The things that got me locked up, <laughs> I caught that before I even made a song. Bro. Oh, okay. So it was just Iowa got some weird ass laws. Like that's like a place that you people usually don't go. Like mm-hmm. Iowa, you don't usually hear people from Iowa. So, like. I was out there. I got caught selling drugs. It's 2012. So before I, all the rapping shit started, you were just out was, there trapping. Yeah, I was trapping. And how the fuck you end up in Iowa? Being <laughs> from Chicago, that's quite Cause, a trek. Because it's like that's the state next to us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And oh, okay. It's not a big city. They can't like we get drugs cheaper over there, and we take it there and make more money. Mm. Everybody in the world. You know, like it's people in prisons everywhere that's not from where they at. Note to self, jug in Iowa. Note to self, don't ever jug in Iowa. <laughs> okay, so, Iowa, Iowa tripping. But bro. so you went out there, what selling, selling crack or yeah, what? I was selling. I got um, possess crack. What the fuck was my charge? It was possession with intent to deliver crack cocaine. Okay. So what was your, your, your hustle, though, when you went out there? You just post up in a motel or some <laughs> shit? I don't know. You got to tell me. No, nah, man. When you, when you know how to sell shit, you got the gift of gab, man. You okay. know? So it was like, you feel me? Like, I've been trapping forever. Like, so I know what to do. Like, but it was a lot of people I knew down there. That's how I even got in that situation. Okay. I got caught in somebody else's house when they got raided. Oh. And I just took. The rap for my shit, like, and I ain't gonna let him put it on somebody else. It's mine. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take it. And that's what happened. And shit, I've been, on, I've been on papers for that shit since then, since 2012. Right. And I just went to the joint and came back, and it's still the same shit. Like, you know, it's like like a Meek Mill situation. Right. Wait, so you, you so let, let's just go back to like how exactly you got caught. So the cops raided a person that you, that was selling drugs. They raided their house, mm-hmm. and you and just, I just so happened to be there. What'd you happen to have on you? I had like uh, I had some grams on me though. Okay, so nothing I serious. Some, I had, I just I had some some I had some grams on me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't super. It was a, it wasn't a lot. You know what I'm saying? But 
I just fessed up to it, and that was like one of my first. Like my record was kind of clean. Okay. Like I had shit as a juvenile, but I was freshly like nineteen, so twenty I think. And it was like, yeah, I was like twenty, twenty one. And shit, they gave me probation, and when they found out I was a rapper, that's what it was. They found out I was a rapper. I had two probation officers. I had one in Iowa. I had one in Chicago. Uh-oh. Now, I paid the transfer back to Chicago. So basically, Chicago was just babysitting me at this point. Uh-huh. And they sent six month progress reports back to Iowa. Now, I had, a, I had a show in Canada. I asked for permission to go. My PO in Illinois was like, you gotta ask Iowa. I asked Iowa, now that's making this lady go and look like, oh, he's a rapper, what's his name? So when she typed me up, the first thing that pop up is me with guns. Drugs, all type of shit. <clears throat> this lady's like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> so we locking his ass up. They put in requests for court back in 2016, like October and shit. So like, you didn't actually do anything to I violate your probation? Nothing. They just figured out what your image was after <laughs> and, you had already been and, to court and everything? And yes, and, yeah, and use that to get grounds to get me in court. And at the end of the day, they basically arrested me for saying... I traveled without permission because I was just taking pictures on Instagram and posting and tagging where I'm at. And that didn't even stick because I, I had to, I brought up in court like, okay, y'all got a picture in this file, say I'm in Singapore. How the fuck do I get in Singapore without a passport? Right. And I'm a felon. So, <laughs> like, right. I'm just, you can't tell me where I'm at. I'm just tagging anything. So that didn't really stick. They just locked me up like, fuck it, like, lock them up, like, and started my sentence over. So did it ever occur to you when you were first becoming a rapper that you could violate your probation just by acting well, like a rapper? Know. I wasn't thinking about that shit because yeah. I was on it and it was just like, all right, I'm not in Iowa no more. I'm in Chicago. They wasn't really caring. And I'm like, shit, I right. But I was really still in the streets for real, for real. So it wasn't no, I, that's the last thing on my mind is, but fuck them, a nigga shooting at me every day. Right. So I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't thinking about that shit. So you went in and you did almost three years? No, I just did 19 months. Oh, okay. I just did 19 months. I got locked up June 2nd, 2017. So how was it being in this time around? <sighs> the fact that I'm a rapper now and a lot of people know me and shit, uh-huh. that shit was crazy. Like niggas was rapping to me all days and other nights and like, I, like I had to feed so many people because you know what I'm saying like I got it and it's fucked up because I'm not the type of person that's going to eat in front of other people so I'm cool with some of these people so you know what I'm saying like I was buying like real foods and shit like like pizzas and chicken and shit uh-huh. so I just I feed everybody though so but, fr- from your perspective was it the kind of thing where the way you're thinking of shit, you're like, yo, I got a couple of popping songs. My followers are starting to get up. I'm mm-hmm. starting to do my thing in the rap game. But you're you're thinking of it like I'm I'm new to this. I'm like doing my thing. I'm doing good. But then to the people in prison who have nothing, they're looking at you like, man, you must rich be rich. As fuck, I swear to God. But right. I, I kept a couple thousand dollars on my books. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And niggas in there don't got nothing. They right. indigent. They don't got ten cents. They can't make a phone call. And how I work in Iowa prison, you got to put the money on your phone from your account. To even call out to the world, to even talk to anybody, any of that shit. So, yeah, it was like, I can sit on the phone all day if I want to for the whole day while we out. We was out from 6 in the morning until, what, 
10, 11 o'clock at night. So I could sit on the phone all day. So mm-hmm. they looking at me like, damn, this nigga, he, he. And then they call the homie out, man, so, man with somebody named 600 Breezy. Oh, yeah, that nigga, da 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 he got, he got some money. Mm. He going crazy out here, like, you know. But so was it always love or was it ever like, oh, no, nah, like these it dudes was, are trying to fuck with me? It was more love than bullshit. I got into a couple, you know, a couple situations, a couple altercations, but it wasn't nothing like, yeah, because I, I started out in the minimum prison and ended up in a, a max. Really? Yeah. Well, like, what happened that led to that? <laughs> Fighting, getting caught with drugs and shit, cell phones. Like, what, what are you doing with drugs while you're in prison? Listen, people think <laughs> people think going to prison, stopping people from living. The only thing you can't do is get no pussy. That's if, if ain't no COs in there. That's fucking. So you know there's saying? really all the drugs that there's on the Man, outside. They in there? getting that shit in there. Really? They getting that shit in there. What's the craziest thing you have seen somebody do drug wise while you're in there? Like in shoot, terms of having a lot, shoot or, some heroin. Right, shoot some heroin, snort some cokes. They smoking weed. Like I'm like, what the fuck? We're in prison. They ain't do nothing but put us in a, a small community full of criminals. Right, and this shit still come through because they not. We just behind a gate in a wall. You know what I'm saying? These uh-huh. COs corrupt. You know what I'm saying? People bringing shit in through visits. But what they catch you with a blunt? No, they caught me with they caught me with some pills. They caught me with some ecstasy. Yeah. What? I had I had like I was fucked up. I'm on the weight yard. I'm working out. This shit, I'm hot. <laughs> Lifting weights <laughs> off of ecstasy in prison, bro. I'm That's geek- the life right there. I'm oh geeking God. like, oh shit. And they come and give me like Mr. King, they want you with health services. I'm so high. I'm not thinking like, oh shit, I got these pills in my pocket. I go in there, they do the strip search. Hey, what's these pills? Like, what pills? Take me right to the hole for that shit. Sat in the hole for like two months for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Went back to the minimum where I was at. Then I got caught with a cell phone. Oh, man. Then now I went from a minimum to back to the 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 classification prison and then to a max. But are they are they like put like adding charges to your shit and like really trying to no, fuck you over we're, for we're, these things? Or they just like, kind of let it go, but like, they punish you? It's, it's basically like... They got like some discipline shit. Like they take days off good time and shit like that. Like, you know, so it, they don't take much. Like if you get into like a gang fight or something, they take like 120 days and shit like that. Uh-huh. They like kind of make your sentence longer. Like you always eligible for parole, but if you stay out of trouble, you going to get out. If you enter trouble, the parole board going to deny you. That's I got denied the first time. Really? They ran me up for parole in, um, in April of, of 2018 uh-huh. and they denied me. And then I act like I had some fucking sense. And then they brought me back. I did some classes and shit. And they approved my parole and shit. Dude, the mental image of you geeking, working out in prison <laughs> is like too much for me to handle. Like, that is so fucking like, crazy. It's fucking crazy. Like, I was, you must have been bored as shit. What? <laughs> What's it like being bored as fuck for months and then you take ecstasy all of a sudden? Like, what the fuck? That shit was a different feeling. Like, smoking for the first time in there, all that shit. That shit was a different feeling. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Oh, man. Then the ways to we smoke and get away with it and shit. Like, you got to pump the toilet. It basically turned into a vacuum and shit. Like, we got to smoke and blow it into the toilet and shit. Right. Like, people don't understand. You got to go to prison and know, like, that's why a lot of people be like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not cool with that shit, though. Mm. I, I like pussy and I like my kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, so you're, you're not <laughs> one of these dudes that, like, it's their goal to be the king of the jail. Fuck no. Right. You can't do nothing with that shit. That shit, they controlling you when you can do this and when you can do that. It's just people 
I feel like it's them CEOs and shit, people who've been bullied all their life and now they want to work here mm. just to, you feel me, just be like, oh, you can't do this and you do that and get the fuck they can mace you and try to beat you the fuck up and shit, knowing if you catch them in the real world, yeah, what's going to happen, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, so what what were the, the circumstances involving you getting out? Um, shit, basically they told, when they denied me the first time, they basically told me to do um, like a, a class called Thinking for a Change, like, you know, and I completed that shit. I did like three months of that shit, completed that shit, and they granted my parole, and I came home. So, shit, <laughs> same, same shit, same what, shit. What was the first thing you did when you got home, or what was it like taking that first step outside? My man, that shit was crazy. I'm not gonna lie, that shit was crazy, because it's like, me just walking out that door after 19 months and not knowing what the hell going on, I'm like, damn, I'm, I just got out for real, like for real, for real. And shit, I got out. The first thing I did, I, I, I put an EP out, seven songs called The First 48. So what, you got out and just went right in the studio? I went right to the studio. Well, I, well, I couldn't move at first because you got to wait till they come and see you and shit like that. Right. And let you know what your stipulations is. I had, I'm a non, non-valid offender, so I can do really that I can just stay out of trouble, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I put the studio downstairs, hooked it up in the basement and shit, got in there, dropped seven songs, what, like 30-something hours, put that shit out. When you're locked up, are you thinking about rap? Are you thinking about lyrics? Are you- yeah, like, sometimes it's difficult as fuck. Like, sometimes shit just comes to my head, so I just wrote it down. I kept notebooks by me. Like, I still got notebooks full of shit I haven't even put on wax yet that I, I have to do that. I plan on doing that, but... Like when you in there, like sometimes you you feeling okay knowing the situation at hand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like when you a short time and you know it's a you gonna get out, you you feel better than most people who got thirty and forty years or seventeen yeah. years and they know they got some time and shit. Because you know if you, if you're sitting in there for like you know ten plus years, you got to be kind of like going in and out of the state <clears> of depression <throat> of just thinking about how shitty yeah. this situation is. Whereas in yeah. your situation, you could still kind of. Be a little bit happy because yeah. you know it's not going to be forever. Yeah, yeah. Because with me, it was like I basically, when when they revocated me, they basically sentenced me to one to four years. Okay. So that means then that if you do a year and you're eligible for parole in between that time. Could if I could like kept fucking up and doing fighting and getting caught with shit and shit like that, I could end up doing the whole four years. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know what I'm saying? They let me out. So, but yeah, it's like. Shit, like I was writing a lot of shit. I got notebooks full of shit at the crib, but sometimes you just can't think about that shit. Like you feel like, damn, fuck that rap shit. I'm in hell. I don't know what's going on. Right. You know. And does it does it feel weird because like rap moves so fast at this point that you being gone for a year and a half, like you and this shit changed <laughs> like a motherfucker. Like, you miss six nine coming out and, and six nine getting federal in. charges. Listen, I'm hearing about six nine the whole time I'm locked up. Like who the fuck? Is this nigga I see him on TMZ? I'm this colorful hell. What the fuck is this? Like that's what gangsterism is now. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> come on, bro. I've never seen a gangster with a motherfucking. He he looked like some type of I don't know if that was a, a like a seventh super scene like another <laughs> level. Definitely an anime character, like of some sort. you know, like a like a like how they had go tinks and shit and like. <laughs> You can merge a lot of them together and make him like that shit look. That's not gangster, bro. Yeah, he, 
When he came at Chicago, I was just thinking while you were talking earlier, I'm like, when he came at Chicago, if you were out, you would have been the king of world stars saying, hey, you pull up to my block, motherfucker. You know, listen, I be trying to change my ways sometimes, bro. But that situation would have brought me back so far because I would have knew where he was at. I'm different than a lot of the motherfuckers in Chicago. I would have found him. Hotel. You would have been the one dude something. at O-Block at 5 in the morning when he pulled up. <laughs> I'd have been the one person right there pulling up. There would have been shots going off. Oh like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, he came, and I know, this the thing, I know who he was with. I know the girls he was with. I know who recorded the video for really? him. So this is what I'm saying. Like, it would have been so much different if I was out. Wow. But me being in New York so much, me and him would have rubbed shoulders, and I would have been like, bro, chill, just chill on that shit for real. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I done been in situations out there. It's like, it, it, it could get serious. Right. I just let him know, like, do your music shit, bro, but don't try to come, you know. But do you even, when you're locked up, are you even trying to pay attention to that kind of thing? Or are you trying to no, not pay still, attention because it's like... If you, you you know that you can't even really comprehend it, you can't hear yeah. all the music, you can't know about all the news, so you might as well just kind of back off. Right? Yeah, yeah, because they got they got like like MP3 players and shit, but they only had like albums, so you know the, the world of music is mixtapes right now. So right. you know what I'm saying? I, it was a lot of shit I was missing, but I still wanted to like I watched TMZ every day when I was in jail, like just to like I had to stay in tune at least know what's going on I stay on the phone like a lot too a so, yeah. yeah yeah I gotta still know what's going on I ain't gone forever it's just a little time you know mm. once you once you still start sitting you see them seasons start passing you oh yeah this shit gonna be gonna knock this out get right back to the world so, right yeah hell yeah I had to stay in tune with everything that was going on so what's what's the past month been like man bro it's like <laughs> it's been hectic than a motherfucker I'm making terrible decisions. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't say too much because bitches right. are going to be watching this, but I'm making terrible female decisions and shit. Really? Terrible, terrible. I, it kind of looked terrible. like you had a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 you want to tell me about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's what that is now. Like Now I'm not making terrible decisions. Oh, so now it's good. Yeah, now it's good. Okay. We ain't gonna say too much, but yeah, that's what that is, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you, did you have a girl that held you down while you were locked up? Man, listen. <laughs> but listen, like females do dumb shit when you away, and you you know. But me being who I am, I heard about everything. I knew about everything, so I wasn't. Man, listen. I can't even say nobody held me down, though, because I have my own money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't have to put money on their phone or put money on my books. And not, no female I was talking to had to do that shit. Like, I did that shit. You know what I'm saying? And with, yeah, I can't really say hold down shit. But people answered their phone. They was around, you know. People sent pictures and shit like that. How's your mentality about your life and about your career? What What's changed over the past couple of years since you went in? I mean, like. Shit, I don't really know. Like, I came out of jail. I'm still observing shit. So, I just know I'm. I'm not, like, as 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 loose as I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some just wilding out type shit. You know, I gotta everything got to be strategized. Everything is a like a game of chess. So, I got to make the right moves and shit. Right. So, just just you feel me, because. I know 
shit, they they come snatch me and lock me up for anything. You know what I'm saying? So everything just got to be smart, though. Is your probation crazy right now? Like, you, you real worried about them running up Fuck on you? Fuck no. No? Fuck no. Hell no. Nah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm on Chicago parole now. Okay. And you got to think, Chicago, they looking for guns. They looking for niggas killing people and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a case and from another state. And that ain't that serious and it's old as fuck and they know the terms and shit. Like, I supposed to have been done with that shit. Right. And, and basically in Iowa, I'm basically serving two sentences because I did, it's, I had a 10-year charge. It's four years and eight months to discharge it. I did four years and nine months on probation before they revocated it. So I supposed to have been done already. Now I just did a year and a half and now I got like another two years on, on that shit. So it's like I'm doing two sentences. Are they drug testing you? No. If I was in Iowa, they would be. You got a West Coast Care backpack on, so I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's legal in Illinois now, too. Oh, really? So, yeah, I got even, my Even shit. for felons and shit. Yeah. Oh, I never even thought it's about it like that. legal in Illinois because, you know, PTSD is terrible. It's bad with us. That's true. It's real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, R.I.P. Freddo's, you know, that's my brother. Damn, that's he passed shit. while you were gone, too? He's passed while I was gone. That shit was crazy. I was just talking to him. You know, and <clears throat> he was just telling me, like, you know, chill out with the drugs and shit, like that shit killing us. Mm. Leah had his first seizure. And, you know what I'm saying, he was just telling my people, he told my auntie, like, I want to talk to Brizo. I got to him, and he was just telling me, like, shit, slow down. Because we'll we sit and smoke a pound in fucking two days type shit. You know what I'm saying? Just me, him, and one other person. That's a lot of weed. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? We popping perks and zans and just everything, just doing drugs. I always got lean around. Were you real bad with drugs at one point? I was, yeah, hell oh, fucking okay. yeah. Like now, me coming out and coming out of jail is like the only thing I would do is smoke. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I, when I got locked up, I was like barely 175 pounds, 180. I'm 6'5, bro. That's terrible. Damn, yeah, like, you're a big, like, bigger guy now. Yeah, now I, now, I guess now that's I'm kind like, of the first thing I noticed when I went back. It's like, <laughs> damn, he's big now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm like 230, you know? Like, so. And at one point when I was in the joint, I was like 255, like 260. That was just too much, though. Just all muscle? No, I was just muscle, bro. Like, really? It's just, but it was like, it was too much. So I started letting some, and then, you know, we get out, pounds instantly drop off you. you yeah. Know? So, yeah, I ain't, I can't get back to how it was. Why, were you just working out like a ridiculous amount while you're locked up? Like twice a day. Just banging out push-ups and shit or what? Like, I would have my days where I do push ups, pull ups, and dips, and or I go and get on the free weights. I do cable weights too, but the free weights—that's my thing right there, though. You lose mo like motivation to work out and shit when you're on the outside, though. No, like I wouldn't say you lose motivation. I say you you doing more, like when you behind the wall, like right. you know you either either playing cards or talking shit, or you got a little bullshit job in there, or you. You know what I'm saying? You just doing some, you working out is something that you can do to help you pass time. Right. So, and then at the end of the day, it makes you, it's helping your physique. Yeah. So, out, know, he, out uh, here, you might do 20 push ups and it's like, oh, I'll just go back to doing something else. And in there, it's like, <laughs> shit, why not do 200? It ain't like there's nothing you know what else saying? to do. <laughs> like, like, like now, like even if I, when I don't get to some weights, I do like, like sets of 50, like, like five sets of 50 on the push ups and shit just to stay bulked up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it's it's the look. It's a different look. I mean, I'm grown now anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, what's your attitude about the actual music at this point? So you put together this one tape, but are you like really, really motivated to go hard with the music and shit? Yeah, like definitely. Like you know what I'm saying? Putting that out, I had got like 
very quickly I got like six million streams or some shit. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's still a lot of people don't even know I'm home yet. They're like, mm-hmm. damn, he home? People tweeting me and shit like, man, why ain't nobody tell me 600 Breeze? He was out. He was out. Been out for a month. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely... I'm, I'm, I've been in the studio every day since I got out. That's how motivated I am, for real, though. Like, I'm in the studio every day. I don't miss a beat. Oh, yeah. Every do you, day. Do you feel like and were you worried about people forgetting about you? N- like, like, at from one a point, fan perspective and shit while you're at, locked up? At one point, you're you going to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, like, you're putting in all this work. And if you out of sight, out of mind for so long, people will forget. But when you got real diehard fans, like, you know what I'm saying, they don't forget. Like, they pushing. Like, they just the, – the Free Brizo campaign was retarded. Like, it was crazy. So, it was it was so crazy. That shit made it to the news and all type of shit. So, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I, I thought about it at one point. But then when I started hearing what was going on and people was – see, my fans, they still around. That shit, I got new fans, too. Definitely. So, you got to get some more fans. From, what are you doing in LA? Are you are you in Chicago for the most part, or are you trying to stay out here? I'm basically transitioning over. So, yeah. You think it'll just be better being out here for everything? Hell yeah. Music career definitely better. Definitely not getting <laughs> fucked over by the cops. Definitely, <laughs> definitely better. better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just it's a better environment here. You know what I'm saying? Like Chicago, good place, but it's a better environment. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like, no matter how much better your career starts doing from here, if you're in Chicago, there's just going to be more and more people who are looking at you, like, wanting to do something to you or whatever, right? Yeah, because it's like, you know what I'm saying? We still got all that same bullshit we was going through in Chicago. Like, mm-hmm. it never changes. It never stops. Like, I can be like, oh, I'm no gangbang no more. I'm not with this. I ain't with that. But somebody's still going to see me and feel some type of way. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you got to keep the same energy, you know? Definitely. Like, I'm going to keep the same energy. I know who I am, like. Uh, I grew up a gang-banging-ass nigga. Now I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, that's not my main focus, but to protect myself, you got to keep that mentality. Definitely. You mentioned yeah. uh, Meek Mill and the prison reform shit. Do you feel like it's a trap? Like, like do you feel like yeah, any terrible. any given moment the shit could go bad and you could, you could fuck your freedom up? Because it's like the stipulations is so bullshit. Like, you can do anything. You can get a driving ticket. And go back to prison. You know what I'm saying? Like that's ridiculous. Like that's that's crazy to take a take somebody away from their family, and and making their money and and you know what I'm saying and doing what they doing in life for nothing. Especially like some bullshit like like Meek shit. He got caught what with a gun and some work. Or wasn't he like on a motorcycle or some shit? Didn't they See, catch yeah, him his, on that? Yeah, his last shit. He got for from video of him popping a willy, yeah, out of state. You know what I'm saying? And his judge was like, "Fuck it, he finna go to jail." He we had seen him in two to four years. Uh-huh. Like I don't know what's going on with his shit because he just keep extending. Like uh, he he keeps saying he on probation, so I don't know if he on parole or probation because it's two different things. But right, his shit keep extending. So. My shit done when it's done. And two years is done no matter what. They can't do nothing else. Does it feel like a race? Plus, <laughs> yeah. Like if you could just stay out of trouble for that period of time, then you're good. It's easy because yeah. I'm be working. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like I'm still standing on the block. You know what I'm saying? Doing some dumb shit, toting my pipe or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got to do none of that shit. Like I'm, I, I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. But at the same time, you are the kind of person that if somebody disrespected you or whatever – 
I'm sure shit could go down. Are you ever? Are you afraid of yourself a little bit? Sometimes, but it would have to be on some. If I see somebody and they disrespecting me in some type of way, it's some. It's got to happen. Mm-hmm. It's got to happen. It's just it's because that's how I am. Like that's that's how I was raised. I'm a man at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Before anything, so. Yeah, like, I ain't how I used to be with the internet shit. I used to, like, niggas say something to me on Twitter. I'm going right back. Oh, I don't do none of that shit no more. Mm-hmm. But if it's a situation, it's a few people, if I bump into them, it's going to have something going to have to happen. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but hopefully they can keep their mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, since I've been out, ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody said my name. Ain't nobody did none of that. So it's cool. Cause they see I ain't, I got out. I ain't thinking about them. I got right to right to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying dropping videos, dropping music. That's it. That's what I'm on. So, you know what I'm saying. They stay out my way. I stay out theirs, and you know we keep it smooth, keep it cordial. Definitely. That's about it. Anything else that has been going on in your life that besides the whole prison shit that you're excited about, or anything good going on? I mean. <laughs> Probably have some more kids or some shit. More kids? You're working on some more kids? <laughs> you know, you get out of jail, you know. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> get out and reproduce. It's, it's, it's different. So, you know, like, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited about the music. Like, I've been recording so much, so it's just like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga Fredo told me, like, shit, when I get out, it's going to be just like riding a bike. It's going to be, you know, and that's how it is. It's like you. Pick that bike up and start pedaling. Yeah. Yeah, so, see, I'm just excited for 2019. When Fredo told you to stay away from the drugs before, did it mean anything to you, or do you think about it differently now? Like, when he told me that from the jump, it meant something to me because I seen the difference in how my body was working being sober. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Without any of that shit, then seeing the weight I can gain and shit like that, you know? And knowing he just had that first seizure, it was like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely, first of all, he a nigga everybody going to listen to anyway. He mm-hmm. wise, you know what I'm saying? He different than a lot of people from where we come from. So just hearing that from him and he, I'm in, I'm locked up. He reaching out to my people like, man, when you talk to him, call me. I want to talk to him because he know, you know what I'm saying? He just was thinking about me. Like, shit, I do drugs how he do drugs. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit. It is. It meant a lot. It meant a lot to. For, see, it, it's fucked up. That was our last conversations. But it's like, damn, like, damn, that shit really killed them though. So like, I don't fuck with that lean. I used to fuck with that shit. Like, I think my last, the first no jumper interview, I came in with lean and everything. Uh, yeah. I had just bag full of drugs. Like, that's just how I was moving. Like, that's just. It's weird because normally, like, when if people come in and do an interview where they're all fucked up or they have lean or they're talking about doing perks or whatever, it's always like I'll see them like a year or two later, <laughs> and like it's just people don't usually stay on that level for that long because it is hard to stay on that level. Like, it's, yeah. it's, at some point, yeah. something's gonna happen. Yeah, because that shit, you start feeling it. Mm. You start feeling that shit wearing and tearing on your body. Like, what the fuck? Like that shit was fucking my kidney up. I had kidney stones and shit. Like, and pissing that shit out, that shit, Ooh. like, deaf. I didn't know you could get kidney stones from lean. That's fucked up. Man, what? I've been hearing people talk about kidney stones my whole life and how it's like fucking shooting glass out of your penis. I'm, I'm really not trying to do that. Man, I swear, that shit look like crystals coming out your shit. Like, Ooh. and that shit hurt. It got to pass through. Ugh. So, and the best thing you can do is keep drinking water and drowning yourself with water so we can try to, 
dissolve it, but that shit got to come out, and it's going to come out. Anytime I've ever been drinking lean, I always had, like, a fucking gallon of water with me, and my friends would be laughing at me, like, <laughs> why you got a gallon? <laughs> yeah, see, I was drinking my shit in vitamin water, so, yeah. you know, just to get that taste, but yeah, I'm done with that shit, man. That's cough medicine, that shit sitting on it. We ain't supposed to be taking that shit like that. It's all bad. It's just going to yeah. make you get less done. Yeah. Get less work done. Be able to work less. Definitely. Know. Definitely. Lay it. Like, I'm more energetic yeah. without all that shit, too. So, yeah, it's been like, oh, shit, I don't, they only catch me smoking. That's yeah. it. Hell yeah. That's it. Yeah, I'm done with that shit. Well, shit, bro. I'm, I'm glad you're back and your, your mental state seems like very on oh, point. Yeah, you're ready great, to make bro. the right moves. I'm good. Like, that shit, that was light shit, man. I'm a street nigga. That's... You got to be prepared to go to jail. I'm throwing rocks at the penitentiary out of my life, shit. <laughs> so you got to knock that shit out, man. Take that shit like a champ. Don't tell on no motherfucking body. Come right back. Hell yeah. Shit, that street's going to still love you. They still going to respect you, shit. Breezy's still a real one. Yeah, period. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it never changed. Never nice. changed. All right. Anybody you want to thank or uh, any, anything else we got to cover before we wrap this up? Man, uh, See, I just thank every fucking body. Everybody that see wrote that beard out with me, waited on me to come back. You know what I'm saying? Breezo Lou Rawls and shit. They know what's going on. Definitely shout out to No Jump and my nigga Sal Matter here, my nigga Young Suave, and Johnny in here too with me, you know. So shit. Then my bitch just left. We ain't gotta <laughs> hey, air it out. Air it out. <laughs> Young love. All right. Hey, we appreciate you, man. It's dope to see you back on the streets doing your thing. Definitely. Yeah, I got to tap in with the music and shit. I'll admit, I didn't know about this interview until like 40 minutes ago. So I got to get on all the yeah, new music yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah, man. We just, just popping up. You know? Yeah, yeah. No problem. All right. Hey, 600 Breezy, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like this video, drop a comment. Peace. Well, I'm